involves 10 minutes or 20 minutes I want to talk about the heirs of a kingdom. Heirs of a kingdom. Heirs of a kingdom. I want us to read the scripture in the book of Genesis chapter number 15 verse 3. Put it on the, point, on the screen verse so that we can read it. Genesis 15 3. He said, and Abraham said, behold, you have given me no offspring and a member of my household will be my heir. Let's go on. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him. This man shall not be your heir, your very own son shall be your heir. Listen. Abraham was rich. Abraham was blessed with wealth. And Abraham did not have somebody to take over after he has gone. And God was prophesying over Abraham all the time. And God was telling him, I will bless you. I will bless you. I will bless you. One day, God, Abraham said to God, wait a bit. You are, pro you are giving me all this thing. When I'm God, who will take it? And Abraham says, only Eliazar, my faithful servant, will be the one to take. And God said, no, Eliazar is a servant. He's not an heir. I said, I'll give you a child of your own body that will be heir of you. The, same, the first principle you need to understand is that, is that inheritance is not something that is thrown out there and they say, whoever will, shall. Inheritance is something that is designed to go from one body to his offsprings. So Abraham did not have a child, and Abraham was pleading with the Lord, and God said, no, there will be a child, and he will be the heir. Hallelujah. So inheritance is destined to be for sons. Inheritance is destined to be for your seed. Inheritance is destined to be for people that are born out of you. Hallelujah. Now we know that there is, there is, there is birth by, uh, by, by whom and there is birth by adoption. We're talking about all these kind of birth. They are all part of the inheritance. But obviously, we are being adopted into the family of God, although we are born of God. So, so, so Abraham said, no one. Listen, I told you last time that Sarah was there, but Abraham knew that Sarah could not inherit him. Because by law of inheritance in those days, the woman does not inherit the husband. Only the children inherit the husband. So Abraham says, my wife will not inherit me. No one. And Eliezer, which is my faithful servant on, in whom, with whom I have all a covenant, will inherit me. God said, no, it's not working like this. But you know what? The good news is you have moved from a servant to sons. Bible says you are born of God. Amen? You are born of God. Let me read you a scripture that will, that will, that will bless you. Let's go there in the book of, uh, uh, let me get a scripture. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for grace this morning. Okay. Let's, let's go to the book of James, chapter number 2, verse 5. He said, listen, my beloved brothers, has not God chosen those who are poor in this world to be rich in faith and heirs of a kingdom which he has promised to those who love him? 
God has chosen us to be what? Heirs of a kingdom. Let's go to Luke chapter number 12, verse 32. Luke 12, 32. He said, Luke 12, 32. He said, fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Fear not, little children, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. There are two things there. Number one, God identifies himself as our father. Number two, he identifies us as his children. And number three, he says the kingdom belongs to us. Now you are heirs, you are not heirs of, 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 of a house, you are not heirs, you are heirs of a kingdom. Now the kingdom is the dominion of God, the kingdom is the government of God, the kingdom is the authority of God, it's where God rules. And God says, you are heir of my rulership, you are heirs of my dominion, you are heir of my kingdom. Listen, if you are heir of something, and then you come to a place where the thing is given to you, you can handle it, Amen. Because it's yours. How many people know that the kingdom is yours? Come on. We say, yours is a kingdom. Yours is a power. Yours is a glory. Which is true and that's the way it is. But the one to whom we say yours it is has turned it over to us. Imagine you sit with the government of God on your shoulder. Imagine you sit and that revelation needs to dawn. It's too big for a human being. Do you know it's too big for us to understand that the kingdom is given to us? Because when you take the concept of a kingdom of God, it's too big. He said, The Father, good pleasure to give you, not to borrow you, to give you, not to let you use it, to give it to you. So you become. Owner of a kingdom. And the kingdom of God, he said, let's pray in this manner. Your kingdom come. It was a prayer. Your kingdom come. But listen, when he sent the people to go to towns and villages, and he said, when you go, heal the sick, cast out devils, do good to the people, and tell them the kingdom has come near you. The kingdom is a manifestation of God's glory in a place. The kingdom is a fullness of a manifestation of God's power in a place. And he said, you are heirs of that. He said, the kingdom does not come by observation, but the kingdom is among you. The kingdom is within you. You see, Christians don't understand this thing. And that's what makes them beggars. The begging mentality is responsible of a failure in the kingdom. We don't know we are heirs of a kingdom. Let me tell you something. The kingdom of God, the power God has given us, does not function independently from heaven. He said, he said the heavens and higher heavens belong to God. But the earth, he has given it to the sons of men. Do you know what that scripture says? That scripture is saying, for anything to happen on earth, there need to be a sink between heaven and earth. And for everything heaven has to do in earth, it needs the participation of earth. 
As much as we can say God can do whatever he wants, theologically you are, you are right because of the sovereignty of God. But if you go into the depth of a concept of God's way of doing things, you are wrong. For Jesus to come on the earth, God needed a womb. Jesus didn't jump from heaven and say, yeah, I am. He has to comply to the law of birth of earth. That's why, you know, there was no sexual intimacy, but there was an invasion. The Holy Ghost shall come upon you. And suddenly, earth opened its womb. And the seed of heaven was planted in the womb. And the seed was delivered. Listen, God wants to do many things in your life. Your problem is that you are waiting for God to do. And you don't know that you are a vessel that partners with your father to do what he says he will do. I was in Israel and that shocked me. The rabbi told us one thing. He said, you Christians believe in miracles. We also do. But there is a difference between us. So what is the difference? He said, we believe that we must step into the story and be actors with God to make the miracle happen. You will believe just in prayer. You are praying, 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 and you are sitting. The Bible says, and the desert will bloom. The Jew read it, and they understood. God is asking us to plant trees. They use the wisdom God has given them with the technology of uh, watering, how do you call it, of irrigation. And they put trees in the desert of uh, Jericho. I was there. And then when you drive there, it's green. The word of God came to pass. Because people on earth decided to associate with God and do it. I'm telling you, if you are sitting and you are praying, and you just don't, what you do is just praying, you are wasting your time. Prayer is a system to acquire wisdom in order to move with God. My God. So, so we are not just praying for God to come and do. We are praying for the wisdom of God to be downloaded in us so that we move with God at the same time. We cannot say, God, stop against us. We can't pray like that anymore. Now we say, Lord, give me a system of power that will allow me to go into that. I will preach the gospel and the gangsters will be saved. Because the gangsters are not killing God. They are killing your children. It's a father of good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Anything can change around you if you decide to stand up. You know, I tell them in East London that Christianity is not a sitting movement. No, it's a going movement. Because when you sit, you die. The kingdom, listen, when Jesus came on this earth, he did not just start in Jerusalem. He, he didn't even start in Jerusalem. He started in other places until he came to Jerusalem. But the word of Jesus were fulfilled because he stepped into each word. The Bible says that the people that lived in darkness saw a great light. When Jesus was baptized, he, took, he used his two legs and walked to that place because it was written about it. I don't know what God has told you. You are still waiting. You need to walk toward that prophetic word today. And say to... There are things to sit and wait and there are things to take over. It's not everything you sit and wait. Some of us you take over. You know, when God... When God says, I'm going to give you lands, I didn't sit there and say, yabba, 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 yabba. No. 
I did that in, for a time. And then I have to go and look for Elaine. God said you will heal the sick. You are still interceding. The hospitals are there. And you are sitting in your room praying. The sick, the sick people are there. You don't move in. And you want to take the kingdom. No. Kingdom is power. He said the kingdom has been forcefully, forcefully advancing. And only the violence take it by force. It will have a good pleasure to give the kingdom. But you have a role to play in this kingdom. He said the harvest is few, is plenty. Few are the laborers. Pray for the master of the harvest to send in. To what? So they need to go in. I'm talking about kingdom. You need to intercede and you need to take action. He said to Joshua, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you. Meaning, your foot and the prophetic word must align. So if you are not moving, although I have given it to you, you will never have it. You see, I have given. I'm waiting for you to move. So as you step, you realize that he has already given it to you. You will never find out that he has given until you move. When you move, you realize he has given. When you move, you realize he has given. I, 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 I'm telling you, this thing needs action. You cannot be married to a woman and intercede for her all the time and not show her that you love her. And you say, no, God will, God will show you. No, God does not show. Sometimes you need to use your two legs, go buy a flower. Some... Yes. Yes, you need to use your hand, Hagar. You need to show affection. You cannot just pray, show something to that person. No, my wife knows my heart. She does not know your heart. She wants to see your heart in action. Power. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. You need to do something about what God told you today. You need to stand up and say, God, here I am. Yes. 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 You know, when we came, in the beginning, we were praying at Neville Hill, and which is good. We are prophesying over prophesying. And after some years, God said, when are you going to stop that? I said, what do you mean? He said, you are looking at the city. The city is waiting for you. Why don't you walk in there? And, and be the prophecy that you prophesied. Oh, Lord, we bless you, city. We bless you, city. It does not work. It will only work when you decide to activate the blessing in the city by you going and doing something. It's a faith without works is dead. The kingdom. I say the kingdom. The kingdom. You know what I'm talking about. You feel you behave like you don't know. When you marry your wife, you didn't just pray, you went to her. 
transfer. Maybe you sent it later, but you went. You have to do something about what you feel. <laughs> God didn't just say, for I love the world so much. They say, for he so loved that he, he did something about what he said. He didn't stand and ever say, hello, earth, I love you so much. No, he has to go and be the love that he spoke about. The cross was a manifestation of his love for you. The power has been already given to you. The authority has been given. What are you doing all these years with it? What are you doing? In 2013, the Lord told me, my, my spiritual father told me, you say the Lord wants to give you a city. I said, yes. He said, then organize something. I said, what do you mean? He said, call the National Day of Prayer. If you say the Lord has given you a city. So I called the National Day of Prayer. And people came and we prayed. Amen? You need to, oh my God. You need to do something. You are looking for a job and you are sitting home lazy. And you want the job to come to you. You are not able to take your two legs and go and look for jobs. You say, God told me. So if God told me, I need to sponsor. I need, I need, I need to activate what God told me. They must get tired of seeing your face. Papa Adiboye gave those testimony, and I'm going to stop there because the time is good. He gave a testimony. He gave a prophetic word that somebody is going to get a job. Okay, let me say two. Let me start with first. Somebody is going to get a job. And this man was looking for that job. And when the man of God spoke, he said, thank you, Jesus, I got my job. So a Monday morning, he dressed up and said to his wife, I'm going to work. He went to a company where they rejected him and he sat there at the gate. And uh, when we were coming, we were sitting there. They saw him and they left. They went to work. Six, he was sitting. sitting there. When they left, he left. He did it for a few days. And the boss of the company called somebody and said, who is this man sitting at the door? They said, he's a crazy man. He said, he works here. <laughs> he lost his mind. He said, he works here. He said, call him to me. They called him and said, sir, what do you say? He said, are you working here? He said, yes. How? He said, the Lord said, I have a job here. He said, and you come every day, you come before everybody? Yes. You go after everybody? Yes. I will hire you. Yeah. I'm talking about the two things that happened. He said, I will hire you. He said, you are more faithful than my people here. Go when I come, I see you first. When I go, you are the last one. And he said, I will give you a job. A lady was applying for the visa of the United States in the same meeting. She went to the, United, to the embassy and uh, she told them, I'm here to collect my visa. They said, which one? She said, no, I got a visa. I'm talking about stories that are proven. And they said, but your visa was declined. She said, yes, but I got it. <laughs> the men behind the counter said, How did you know you got a visa? He said, I was told. He said, who told you? He said, my father. He said, who is your father? He said, my pastor. The man burst into laughter. He laughed, he laughed, he laughed. He said, get away. The lady said, I don't understand. 
My pastor said I got it. So she started to go. The men laughed so much. I said, come, you gave me a good laugh. I will give you a visa. There is nothing that God cannot do. People, there is nothing that God cannot do for you. When they say it's impossible, apply the grace of the Lord. But we are too in our mind. I don't want people to laugh at me. Oh, this, is non, this does not make sense. You, that word is killing you. It does not make sense to me. Who told you it must make sense to you? If it makes sense, it's your mind. The things of God don't make sense to people. I want you to take action because that's where the kingdom comes. I want you to take action. I want you to invade this land. I want you to go in the highways and byways and proclaim the gospel. I want you to tell people Jesus is alive. At your workplace, people must know that you are born again. Wherever you go, they must know, but show it not only in word, but in your character too. The kingdom. Somebody say the kingdom. kingdom. You are taking over. I can see you are taking over. I I say you can see you are taking over. You are taking over. (laughs) Maybe somebody is not talking to you for many years. And as a Christian, say, I've forgiven you. Pick your phone. Say, brother, I greet you in the name of Jesus. Talk. Engage your talk. Some of you, you are here. This one does not talk to me. But why don't you go and talk to the person? Why don't you take the first step? He does not like me. Why don't you like him first? Why do you want to respond to what the person does? Are you born again? You have power inside of you. Why do you comply to the rules of this world? He hurt me. Yes, it's not good that he hurt you. Don't respond in hurt. Respond in love. That's the kingdom. We are a bunch of people that are walking around with hurt inside because we have allowed the flesh to overtake us. It's your time. I see it's your time. I see when you get out of here, you're going to take over. You're going to take over, you're going to be the, you're going to be the hands and the feet of Jesus. You, you're going to be the one that Jesus is walking through because, because Jesus dwells, Christ dwells in you. I had an encounter one time, I was in my room and I saw like heaven open and I saw somebody coming to me. And when he came to me, he took his hands off. Like he, I said, why are you taking your hands off? You're making me scared. And he told me, stretch your hand. And when I stretched my hand, he put his hand all over my hands. And my hands were in his hand. And he says, see, I'm telling you, when you lay hands, I'm laying hands. So I want to tell you, Jesus is more real than what you think. Do you want to see Jesus this morning? Do you want to see him? Come here. Here he stands. <laughs> Christ in him. The hope of glory. Christ. So if you are mean to this man, stop praying. How can you love the one you don't see and hate the one you see? This 
This is Christ. The body he has is a camouflage. Christ in him. The hope of glory. So son, go therefore and do what God told you about fear and trembling. Because you know this body is hiding Christ in you. So that when you speak, he uses your voice to speak to this generation. When you lay hand, he uses your hand to, to, to speak to this generation. When you stand, he's looking at people and they, thought, they think you are looking at them. Christ in you is looking at them. You need to have that as a reality in your spirit. I said to the people, when I move, God moves. They say that arrogant. I say it's not arrogant. You don't understand scripture. When you move, God moves. Because God dwells in you. Hallelujah. Let me, let me do this. Let's say, let's say this is God. Let's say, don't worship it. And then, here you are. And I say, Father, I want you to move. How are you going to move? Is here. All over this man. And I'm praying, I say, Lord, I want to see your move. How, how, will it go, how is he going to move? Eh? So when I'm praying, I'm not praying to Lucian. I'm praying to the God of heaven. But God has made him his tabernacle. So when I say, Father, I want to see your move. If this man does not move, I don't see the move of God. But when I say, Father, I want to see your move. If, if he has the spirit, he will start to move toward me. And when he comes... Is bringing God to me. You have a living representation of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The kingdom is yours. The glory is yours. The power. Fire of the Holy Spirit. The kingdom is yours. The power is yours. The glory is yours. And you move in the power. Father, I thank you for this morning. There is something big that is in you. You are neglecting it. You don't know the authority. Do, do, you, know, do, do you know that Christ is in you? Is this reality? Come on. Come on. Do, do you believe that Christ is in you? So, so if Christ is in you, then you and Christ becomes one. Therefore, you have the mind of Christ. And if you and Christ are one, listen to me. Christ wants you to do what he was doing, what he was here on earth. So therefore, you go in the power of the Spirit. And you say, Christ in me, the hope of glory. Fire of the Spirit. Christ in you. Christ in you. Christ in you. Is there anyone sick in the house? Lift up your hands. Is there anyone that is sick in the house? Struggle with it. Come, let me show you something, my dear. Oh my God. And after that, we're going to do offering. Are you born again? Are you a child of God? I'm talking about, I'm not asking a religious question. I'm asking, have you had an encounter with Jesus? Okay? So Christ is in you. Put your hands on your back wherever the kidneys are. And I want you to say, in the name of Jesus, this body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. I command you to get away from me. 
I receive my healing now. I receive my healing now. By the power of his spirit. By the power of his I'm, healed. I'm healed. In Jesus' name. In Jesus Fire! Ooh. What is wrong with you? You can do this and put your hands where come out of my body, man. What are you doing there? And he doesn't want to go. Insist until he understands you are serious. Sometimes you need to insist a bit and tell that thing you are serious. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can do that for anything, even for your business. You can put your business card before you and say, You, in the name, I command you to work. I speak into you, work. Hallelujah. You can speak to situations. You can speak to realities of this world and they will align to you. When I came to Bloomfontein in 2003, I did not have a home. I did not have anything. I was staying with somebody and every morning at 5 a.m., I will open my window and look at the direction. I say, you city, you will open up. I will have a house. Right now, my house is exactly the opposite direction. Where it's in the direction I was speaking. It's like from my house to that place, it's less than two kilometers. But I was looking at every morning and speaking. I say, you, you open up for me. You understand? That was in 2004. I was doing that. I did it. I did it for the whole 2004 and a bit of 2005. And 2000, in 2022, I got a house in the same place. That I spoke. God gave you this mouth. What are you doing eating KFC? Stop it! 